Don't want to work forever? Once you can cover your living expenses with passive income, your day job becomes optional and you reach financial independence. You then have complete control over your time, your money, and your life in general. Spark Rental founders Denny Suplee and Brian Davis, me, are here to help you build rental income, ditch your day job, and do what matters most to you. So on that note, let's jump into today's episode, which, like all of our episodes, was recorded live. Brian, <laughs> welcome to our podcast here on Spark Rental. I am so excited to have you with us today. Brian Daly is the co-founder of Ground Floor. Brian, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me in. It's great to be with you. I was telling Brian uh, before we went live that Ground Floor, uh, it happens to be my, my favorite real estate crowdfunding platform. I have been a, an investor with Ground Floor for many years now. So that's one of the reasons why I was so excited to have Brian come on today and, and talk about what Ground Floor is up to and, uh, and answer some questions for us. Because you know I've got some, some not difficult, but uh, some Challenge or some questions that have been on my mind about ground floor for you, you can know, throw me fastballs. So. It's good. Let's let's do it. All right, great. Let's start by talking about how you got involved with ground floor because your background is in more uh, law. I understand that you have a, a, a law degree from Harvard and you have more of a disruptive technology background. So how did you end up working for a, a real estate financing company? Well, or founding rather. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, the truth is. And this is something that as an entrepreneur uh, weighed on me, fueled me in the beginning, still fuels me today. We are all told and we accept that the problem is we're not getting our fair share of the pie. We as average everyday investors, for example. What I found in finance and in capital markets and individual investing is that the truth is even worse than that. The truth is we're not even being served the same thing. So what motivated us to start Ground Floor was to create an alternative investment product that looks and feels like a public market security with the same types of disclosures in the same accessibility, right? We established a $10 minimum, did about two or three, four years of regulatory development work, spent about a million dollars in capital to do that so that we could meet our own high standards for serving you the same thing as the individual investor that hedge funds and private equity and high net worth investors have enjoyed for a very long time. And as a result, we all now get to earn the high yields with less risk and more cash flow than any other product that I have in my portfolio and any product that I think any of us in the mainstream have access to. So that's what got us going and that's what's kept us going for 10 years. Well, that, I certainly can relate to that. And, you know, that speaks to the same mission that my partner, Denny, and I have um, in our investment club. That's exactly what we try to do. We try to make uh, real estate syndication deals, which are private equity deals, accessible to normal, everyday people. So I, I very much appreciate what you and Ground Floor are, are aiming for here. So let's talk for a second about how the market has shifted over the last year, yeah. because, you know, 2022 started out white hot for real estate markets around the country and ended 2022 with <laughs> a very different uh, temperature in, in most real estate markets around the U.S. So, you know, as we've seen 
many markets, not not every city in the U.S., but many markets uh, see falling property values, you know, starting around mid 2022 or maybe late 2022. Have you at ground floor seen some of your loan default rates or your your foreclosure rates rise at all you know, over the last year? Look, as a as an investor, if you're properly positioned, you can make money in every market. Uh, the key is to be properly positioned. So for us, the number one headwind to our growth for the first nine years of ground floor's existence was 10% average annual returns looked kind of boring. I know that sounds ridiculous, but clipping 10% every year when meme stocks are going to the moon and you have <laughs> dog coins, literal dog coins, increasing hundreds of percentage points in a day, what we had to offer looked a little boring. Uh, those financial vegetables look a lot more appetizing in this day and age. Uh, I saw recently that a popular e-read that's out there on the internet uh, was uh, trumpeting their sense of accomplishment at having beat the S&P 500 by 16 or 18% or something. Uh, by the way, for those keeping score at home, that means that you either lost 2% or broke even on your right. investment, which that is true. It's a good investment by comparison. Uh, ground floor kept clipping 10% even in those days. And I think in investing a lot of times, the long-term tortoise does beat the hare. Uh, the hare explodes. It, there's risk of ruin you know, in investing, much like in uh, when you go to a casino with not enough money at a blackjack table and you pay too high of a minimum for your bankroll. Uh, you know, you can't, if you can't keep playing, you can't win the game. Right. Uh, you, you, you lose your stack. And that's true in investing too. So ground floor, uh, it's counterintuitive, but we actually are thriving in this environment because the way we grew up, we serve not the most expensive houses in your town, uh, in the 32 markets where we're lending money. You know, we are typically lending on entry-level houses or the trade up. There's a lot of liquidity in those markets. Those markets are actually supply constrained right now. And for the investors who we finance, so we provide debt capital. And by the way, now we're providing equity capital as well, which you as an investor can now, if you're a member of Ground Floor Labs, which you can send me an email and I can help you get hooked up with that if you qualify. Uh, Ground Floor Labs allowed, is it has some experimental product that allows you to participate in different parts of the capital stack. Our investors have had trouble buying property at a good price, right? And that's really damaging for them because if they can't buy at a good price, they're now taking more risk on the exit price. And the smart borrowers don't do that, right? Whereas if the smart, if the smart borrower buys at a good price, he can modulate his you know, investment budget in what he's building, the product that he's developing, you know, to suit the market conditions as they evolve over the course of six or 12 months that he's renovating or building that property. And that's what we've seen. So it's not that, yes, certainly foreclosure rates have increased because more projects have kind of gone sideways. That's actually in our portfolio, more due to the hangover from COVID with supply chain problems, uh, permitting problems, uh, landlord tenant eviction law problems, right? We saw more of COVID era problems than we have sort of capital markets or real estate price disruptions. From a real estate pricing standpoint, our portfolio is looking really good. Uh, you know, we started offering higher rates to investors and bumped as we bumped up the rates that we offer to borrowers. 
Uh, I think we recently calculated, I, I did a Twitter thread where I weighed in on this and calculated it out. You know, even if loss ratios increased seven times uh, what they have been historically for us, which would be enormous, you know, going from, say, 30 basis points to 210 basis points, investors would still come out ahead uh, and earn a higher absolute or same absolute return as they have in the past few years. So I, I guess in general, we're well positioned. We've seen the disruptions. Most of them are actually due to what happened during COVID, less about the price action, because price action is very manageable when you're dealing with independent developers who know how to build products for the local markets they serve and can make adjustments along the way. So it hasn't, the price action hasn't really been a factor for us uh, so much over the last year. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And it really has been remarkable that Ground Floor has averaged that annualized return of around 10% for basically since its inception 10 years ago. Yeah. So we made our know, first loan in February of 2013. That yeah. loan, I think, paid 8%. And then, you know, we started raising rates a little bit and dialing it and figuring out, but it's all kind of yielded over time about an average of 10%. And I, I realized that we didn't uh, give the, the high level overview of exactly what ground floor sure. does. So, you know, give us, give us like the 30,000 foot view of, you know, what ground floor offers to investors and why investors should care. So ground floor offers an investors a way to participate in short term business purpose, real estate investment loans that we originate, you know, we are a capital provider to real estate investors who are building a property you know, renovating a property, they're value added projects and the loans are pretty short. You know, they're typically about a year, maybe 18 months. And that's a great thing for investors because you get to put your capital to work. The loans pay very high yields because the investors realize independent investors, unlike the I buyers and the big institutional money, they actually make higher ROI on their investments than a lot of the institutional guys do. It's a little known fact. They actually make something like 40, 50, 60% profit margin on the products that they're fixing and flipping or building. And so it's very easy for them to pay, say, 10 or 12 or 14% on a loan. It's, it's a great trade for them. And it's a great trade for the retail investor. Now, what we've done is the regulatory work so that everybody can invest in it. And we've formatted it in a way it's hyper fractionalized down to a $10 minimum. Not because you're excited to invest $10 in a project and make a few pennies, right? Or make less than a dollar, you know, uh, or, you know, over, the, over a loan that only goes 10 months or something. The reason we did it down to a $10 minimum is so that you, like a hedge fund, can go build a portfolio of hundreds of these loans, right? The average investor starts off with a couple thousand dollars. Well, with a $10 minimum, they can have, you know, 200 loans in their portfolio, Right. When you do that, two things happen that are magical and unavailable anywhere else. One, the returns become very predictive. If you look empirically, portfolios that have 50, 80, 100, 200 loans, the return, the average return becomes very, very predictable. Uh, the second thing that happens is you get to peel off tons of cash flow. You know, every month, once you have a portfolio up and running, there are, you know, every week in my portfolio, about 0.5 to 2% of my portfolio is repaying, which means I'm getting about 8 or 10 or 12% of my portfolio back every month 
which is about 10 to 15 times what you're going to get from a REIT, right? right? So it's a very powerful, non-obvious, non-intuitive concept that we built. And that's why once people experience it, they just keep investing, right? They, that 2000 becomes 10,000 by the end of the first year, right? Once they have 10,000 on the platform, they might do an IRA with us and make it 20,000, right? And it's very, very sticky. There's a lot of repeat behavior. And the reason is there's nothing else like it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's a couple of things that I really love about the business model. First of all, like you said, $10 minimum investment per loan. So, I mean, I've got, I have owned an interest in thousands of different loans on ground floor and, you know, a handful of those have lost money, not many, but but some of them. Uh, And then, you know, most of them perform just fine. So, you know, averaged across time, uh, it's that consistent 10% return uh, that I've earned on those. And I love that these are short-term investments, which are very rare in real estate, right? I mean, most real estate investments are long-term. So the fact that these are secured by real estate, but they're still, you know, fast turnover investments, um, you know, every, every week, uh, in many cases, every day of the week, I, I get email <laughs> notifications, you know, your loan for 123 Main Street <laughs> has repaid. Uh, you and know. then are you auto-investing too? So it's sort of turning I am auto investing. back to work for you? Yeah, so I personally auto invest in your B, C, and D grade okay, loans great. as sort of yeah. a balance of, of risk yeah. and return. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm not, I, you know, when I first started investing with you guys, I, I played that game of trying to pick and choose winners. Yeah, people do that. Yep. Yeah. So I would put like hundreds of dollars in a single loan. And then, of course, that would be like the one loan out of 300 that lost money. <laughs> so I stopped doing that. Right. Yeah. By, by the way, course. it's interesting to me, people in this space, who are providing capital and they brag to investors that they've never lost money. When you look under the hood, all that's telling you is they're not making their investors enough money because we look at the net return, right? Uh, So, and and it's difficult to find a a lender who returns on net what we do. And it's because we're willing to take more risk. And the reason we're willing to take more risk is our investors, smart investors like you are highly fractionalized. And that just gives us a lot of ability to sort of um, get out there on the risk horizon and generate some higher returns. And, you know, of course we have a lien on the property. So like the bank, we can foreclose. I mean, we're putting you as an investor in the position of the bank. I mean, for once we all get to be the bank, right? And ground floor is not scraping off any of your profit, right? That you get paid what we get paid. So if we foreclose and we have a lot of expenses and the foreclosure is bad, that's why you might lose money, but equally, if we charge default interest because the loan is late and this happens a lot, you know, the loan, not all plans proceed on time. That's actually, you learn over time. That's a good news scenario because instead of 12%, you just made 14%, you know, for some period of the loan. So there's a little bit of nuance for people to get used to. We realize, but once people do, they love it. Yeah. And you know, you just brought up another important point about ground floor that I, that I really like is that, we as as passive investors in ground floor, uh, you you don't charge us any fees, uh, no. which is unlike every other crowdfunding platform Correct. who does charge their investors fees. We we just collect the same interest that you guys are charging on the loans. You guys exactly. make your money off of fees to borrowers, right? So, which you know that's actually that ties into a question that I've been meaning to ask you ever sure. since you know I, I ever since we scheduled this conversation. Uh, so. Ground floor has been around for 10 years. It is not profitable yet, to my understanding. 
So tell us about your plans for becoming profitable as a company yeah. uh, and why investors should feel comfortable investing money in loans on ground floor when ground floor itself is not a profitable company yet. Sure. So there are different reasons for different companies not to be profitable, right? Loss making can be a very rational strategy uh, when uh, the growth is rewarded with increasing returns to scale and operating leverage. And in the early days of our company, that has certainly been the case, right? Because we were able to access, you know, capital and the way we access capital is actually we sell small slices of ground floor to our customers every year. So, you know, people who invested in our company in 2018 via our first equity crowdfunding round bought shares in the company at $10 per share. Those shares are now worth $43.90 based on the 2023 offering. So on paper, people have already realized a pretty healthy gain. And the reason for that is we used that capital to build products and to expand our customer base in ways that we couldn't have done without that capital. If we had to be profitable, we would be serving many fewer people. We would be operating at a much lower scale. And it would be very, very difficult to sort of realize the true opportunity that the company has. Now, we are also good stewards of the capital that's entrusted to us. And we realize that it's a time in the market where profitability is important, right? And we're now at a scale where we can be profitable at will. For example, uh, we looked at our budget this year and we realized, you know what? We can pull back on growth, still invest in a lot of new products, by the way. If you go into Ground Floor Labs and you've seen some of the press releases that are coming out, You'll see we have a lot of new products that we started building a year ago that and that we've continued building this year that are coming out. We're still generate enough profit in the core business. Right? I mean, we earn about ten to twelve thousand dollars on average per loan at the time we originated. Right. I assure you, it doesn't cost us ten or twelve thousand dollars to make a loan. And that's why we don't have to charge investors anything. Right. That's why you don't pay any fees. Mr. Market determines your return. And when you get your money and how much money you get, not Brian Daly deciding how much I'm going to take out of your pocket, right? Like right. every other provider of this investment. So we've built a very profitable business as a capital provider. And we have chosen, we've elected to invest those profits in building products and adding more customers to the platform. Now, when we looked at our budget this year, we said, okay, this year, we're going to pull back on those investments. We're going to grow slower. Instead of growing 100% like we did last year, we went from doing $12 million in revenue in 2021 to $24 million in 2022. It was an epic growth year. Now, we also spent a lot of money you know, in order to build the foundation to support all that growth and the future growth. And we're typically spending money two, three years ahead on growth right, for customers and products and infrastructure. So this year, we're just backing off on that and kind of taking our foot off the accelerator. And by consequence, we're planning to break even for most of the year we will be cash flowing. Uh, and that's fine. We have plenty of cash in the bank. We have more cash in the bank. And by the way, unlike other platforms, uh, we are regulated by the SEC. We file audited financials every year and have done that for nine years. I defy you to find any other find any other investment that has auditors and a qualified opinion <laughs> and uh, an SEC Edgar filing with all of that detail and a 174 page offering circular with footnotes and the financials and everything that a public company would have just about. 
about 90% of what a public company would disclose to you is disclosed to you by ground floor. And you can go find those financials anytime you want. And you can know exactly what the health of the platform is and evaluate it for yourself. You don't have to take my word for it. That's also pretty unusual. If you go up there and you do that, you realize, oh, wow, this is a company that's been growing a lot. Uh, they've invested a lot of capital in the business opportunity and they've been pretty successful doing it. We're very disciplined about our finances because we are good stewards first and foremost. Uh, so this year, you know, we will cash flow the company. I think it's going to be a great thing. We're all really excited about it. Uh, and I think, you know, we're also looking ahead to see, all right, where do we want to continue to invest our profits? Because then the, then the charge will be, well, why aren't you more profitable? Well, <laughs> of course, because there's a big opportunity, right? We have to balance growth and profitability like every other company with a big opportunity ahead of it. Yeah, no, that, that makes perfect sense. And um, one of those recent products that you guys have launched, uh, a product called Stairs, which which I quite like. Um, yeah, it's a, a pooled fund that uh, that ha offers full liquidity for anyone who's not familiar with it. Uh, you invest your money in, and instead of investing in individual loans, you're investing in a fund of loans. Uh, you can pull your money out at any time, penalty-free, uh, but the flip side of that is that it's lower returns. Right? So four to 6% interest on this. Now that has had a, a cap. The most that you can invest up front is five thousand dollars, and then the most that you can invest in a given month is five hundred dollars. So I wanted to check in with you about where this product is is headed. Are you have any plans to remove these caps on investment in this product? Uh, yeah, tell us more about Stairs. So Stairs has been a phenomenally successful side project. For us, it was uh, it was uh, an experiment that went really, really well. Uh, what people love about it is how simple it is, you know, to put your money to work and benefit from our real estate. Our business is a real estate capital provider, right? So we use that capital that's invested in stairs to originate loans, hold them for a short time before we sell them on our platform. Right. The truth is we don't really need all of the capital that we're raising on stairs, which is why we've limited it to $5,000. Uh, and we also are not a bank, right? So we're not a deposit taking institution and don't want to be a deposit taking institution. We try to be very clear about that. The ground floor is not a bank, shouldn't be thought of as a bank. Right. It's not FDIC insured. Yeah. yeah, it's not FDIC insured. It's not regulated like a bank. It's not meant to be a bank. And so you know, I guess what we would say is if you want that kind of liquidity, you should really be looking at a bank with all the security and everything that comes with that. Now, by the same token, we do want people to be able to, you know, be have an experience with us where they have some liquidity and where they are investing and earn a little bit higher yield. But we've just really um, kept a lid on that. And I think that's sensible, you know, for us as a company. Uh, and, you know, we've also taken what we learned from stairs and we've taken a lot of those features and we're starting to build them into the core ground floor experience. Now, uh, there's a product called ground floor notes that has been soft launched on the platform that you, if, if you've been with us long enough or you're a shareholder, you get a chance to, to use. And that's been a very successful, uh, product for us. And it's stairs like in that you can lock up your capital for 30 days, 90 days, you know, or a year and your, your investment is backed by a pool of loans and it's due back to you on a certain date, regardless of when those underlying loans repay. So a lot of people like the certainty of that. 
And I think those notes continue to be very, very popular in this environment for people as part of their investment strategy. And so we, sure. you know, we're, uh, we're continuing to learn from stairs. I'm glad you like the product. A lot of people do. And, um, you know, if you like that product, watch what's coming. It's pretty good stuff. Yeah. So I'll tell you what, what we recommend, how we recommend our audience of real estate investors use stairs is a holding account for capital that they're planning to invest in some larger real estate projects. Uh, but you know, real estate investors don't necessarily know when they're going to need Correct. their yeah. capital, right? I mean, you know, right. you don't know when a deal is going to come along. It might come along tomorrow, it might come along six months from now or a year from now, but you need to have access to that money. Right. And you, you don't want it to lose money to inflation either, especially right. in this environment. Yeah. Uh, so, so we actually, we tell people for money that you plan to invest in real estate projects, but you don't know when you'll need it, put it in stairs, earn your four to 6%. Yeah. And um, you know, when, Whenever you're ready for it, you can pull it out. Well, and, so. I, and I'll also say we haven't increased rates on stairs, you know, purposefully, right? So when we first introduced stairs, it was four to six percent. Rates have increased a lot, you know, competing rates on savings accounts and treasuries and all these things. And we've kept the rate right where it is. You know, we like it right there, uh, you know, and it's not as competitive as it was from a rate perspective. But I think the user experience is very competitive. And that's what uh, that's what I think a lot of people like about it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. So Brian, I want to be respectful of your time here, but do you have any parting thoughts or, or parting tips for investors out there, you know, whether real estate investors or people just looking to passively invest in crowdfunding platforms like yours? Yeah. You know, I would just encourage people uh, to take advantage of this moment. Uh, this is a moment in time in which much like it did in the seventies with brokerage accounts, right? Which in 1974, Congress deregulated the brokerage industry in terms of its commissions. And that gave birth to Charles Schwab and all the way through E-Trade and Robinhood itself. Uh, and that birthed a great renaissance in retail investing uh, that I think has benefited a lot of people over time. The same thing is happening now in alternatives. And I would just encourage people, you know, look at, I think real estate is the best alternative. I think residential real estate is the most familiar uh, alternative for, for the rest of us, you know, we're, we know that asset class better than any other alternative, say, you know, than wine or art or collectibles or something. Uh, and so I, I would just encourage people to take advantage of the moment, right? There's a lot of good technology being built up there at ground floor and elsewhere uh, to help you do that. There's a lot of good information out there. Uh, there are a lot of good, healthy companies now who've grown to a scale where they can actually serve you. Uh, and I, I think it's just a great, great time to be a retail investor. Well, I couldn't agree more. And one of the things that has jumped out to me about ground floor and about real estate investing in general is that your money's not going to go to zero, right? <laughs> Even if an investment goes south uh, and let's say a loan on ground floor has to foreclose, you know, you might lose 10% maybe even 20% of your capital, you're not going to lose 100% of your capital, like say, if you invested in a, a company that goes belly up. Uh, <laughs> so the risk when you invest in real estate, and that includes small $10 investments on ground floor and loans, uh, you, there is of course a risk in every investment, but that risk is, is definitely moderated with real estate compared to paper assets, for example. So. I mean, I personally feel strongly that way. Ground floor investments are a huge part of my portfolio personally. Uh, and it's a nice counterbalance to some of the other things, some of the other risks that I like to take. 
you know? Absolutely. Well, Brian, thank you so much for joining us today. It was so much fun talking to you and we look forward to, to speaking with you soon. Thanks for having me. All right, guys, we will see you next Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Shoot us emails. Let us know what you want to hear about. Support at sparkrental.com and stay in touch. Did you know we offer a free eight video course on how to reach financial independence with real estate? It's super bingeable with each video around 10 minutes long, but packed with information. Visit sparkrental.com slash learn for instant access. And please don't forget to rate and review our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Thanks for joining us and we will catch you on the flip side.